Hello and welcome back to the Road to Rank 1 podcast. I'm your co-host Jack and I'm joined by Burjo. Mate, off the break for us, a bit of study yep. for school, um, a few weeks off and we're back. Yep. Um, yeah, a bit of study, you know, we've, well, obviously we would have loved to keep doing the podcast over that sort of period. We did our trials for HSC, um, so that all went well. Um, still watched a lot of footy over the break, so we've yeah. still got a lot to talk about, yep. but, um, you know, it just sort of shows, you know, life is more than super coach and, you know, we don't want to sort of get obsessed with it as much and don't let it overtake you, don't let it ruin your weekend and stuff like that, um, especially when, you know, we're having a down year, both of us. Mm. So, yeah, no, it's just life is more than this, but I'm super happy to be back and, you know, talking a bit of super coach. Yeah, I know for myself, over that trial period the last few weeks, I've watched a lot of footy just as sort of a break yep. from all the studying. So definitely not at a lack of footy having been watched the last few weeks. Um, Supercoach season, as you said, for both of us, it's not going great. Myself, I'm still stuck around the 7,000 overall mark. Um, nothing's nothing's happening for me. So season's pretty well over. I'll see what I can do with the last few trades. But um, my season's just about done yourself. Yeah, I'm still in some nice head-to-heads that I'd like to win. Um, I think I'm about four and a half K. I haven't really worked. I'm also out of trades. Um, I went really hard at that. Just sort of just thought, you know, may as well go all in on this run home. Um, last weekend, I just got pumped by injuries. I had yeah, yeah, Wemwelu, who's smashing it, um, have a HIA. And then whatever happened to Wade Egan, was that a failed HIA as well? Yeah, was it the throat? I'm, I'm not I'm, even sure. I, I flicked off. It was the throat injury. He got he copped an elbow. Yeah. From, I think Bateman might have copped an elbow. Yeah, as well. right. There's two of them. I forget who did it to him, but yeah, he had a throat injury. I think he was off the hospital. Yeah, okay. Well, he's been named this week, boy. Really? I'm can never have confidence in playing him. It's just a guy you can't own. Another lesson learned, you don't buy people who are that injury prone. Um but yeah, no, it's just been that I had a really bad. I scored like eleven twenty five on the weekend. So yeah, it's just sort of a learning experience this year is to not sort of chase our losses with trades. Like I started with Cam Munster who got injured and I've been trying to sort of make that up ever since. That and then I then the following week I cocked Ponga because I I, I um, bought him Ponga, he scored one. Mm. I bought him in four Munster. So I've just been sort of chasing my own tail all year. Yeah. And sort of the lesson learnt is don't do that, you know. Just sort of play the long game. Like, like you've almost done too far at the yeah, long game. Yeah, very much so. But, yeah, just one of those years. You've got to have a good balance of aggression and, you know, passiveness. I think the biggest lesson that I've sort of learnt with how I played this year, when you see players put together a couple of good scores and they're passing the eye test out there, it's probably the best idea to hop on, see if they yep. play out. Because I think we've probably seen two out of three, mm. I'm guessing, like players that have put up a couple of big scores, a couple of ton, ton. Yeah. They do keep that form up and they will continue scoring. It comes to mind, you think, Kalen Ponga, um, Drinkwater, Adam Fenor-Blake, guys that seemed like big question marks when mm. they started putting up a couple of good scores. But just back it in, I guess. Yep. Try and ride the hot hand because for myself holding off on a lot of things this year and trying to play it safe and only go when I saw all green flags on a player I missed out on a lot of opportunities yeah don't don't sort of write your own narratives and have it cemented in your head you know you you got to be able to play this game flexible and I was just thinking like 
with these big scores. Like the, we really should have got on Nico. Obviously, hindsight massive. We're there, mm. but these big scores come in the key positions: halfback, five eight, fullback. Even front row has been a big position this year, where there's been big scores, where yep. one of these guys gets gets a try and they score a hundred plus. But th- those massive ones are in those key positions. Yep. And the thing I've sort of learnt is I've been using trades in the wrong positions all year. To RF, I've been I think I've used probably the most trades, and like I did Jermaine Hopgood to Zach Hosking, and I think about that trade that I made earlier in the year, and I probably sent it right at the time, but it just did not. Uh, there was just no real need for it. Yep. Like that wasn't me changing the pace of my mentality. That was just my fear of missing out, and I don't think you need that fear of missing out in sort of the back row position. Yep. There's that upside shouldn't burn you. Yeah, they might pump out consistent seventies. But you're better off spending trades and cash in your, your key positions that have that upside instead of going to – Hooker's been a wasteland this year. Mm. We really should have just had Grant up there the entire year. Yep. And, I mean, we didn't get much over the buys going for a JMK. Obviously, he got injured, which made it worse. But even then, Grant still pumped out 120 and 100 over that period that we sold him. So it's just sort of narrowing down, pick and, pick and stick in those positions where you probably don't need to make any trades. Yep. And then trade hard at fullback, trade hard at 5'8", trade hard at halfback. Well, I think it seems like such a logical game and that the numbers side of things um, make sense as to how you make your moves and how you strategize for the season. But I think sometimes logic is thrown out the door in this game and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So I think front row forward, I came into the year not wanting to move at all there. I started with Joey Tarpanay, wanted to get up to a second front rower in Torrey Harris, and I have held strong with them all year, and it's hurt me. Yeah. And front row forward, you would have been thinking you're crazy if you said Tarpanay and Torrey Harris would have yeah. had you losing points there consistently. But I think you just got to be flexible yeah. with your strategy towards the game because what worked this year may be completely opposite next year. Like mm. the front row forward position might go back to a whole bunch of plotters. That doesn't well, that's matter. right. Like, you don't have to take in what you've learned from the year before because you don't really know how it's going to yeah. pan out. Yeah, and that's why you, you want to use your trades for things that change. Mm. Not, not Just not things that, you know, you're like, that aren't really necessary. Like, uh, again, I'll use that example of Hopgood to Hosking to free up, free up 90K for me um, just because Hopgood was on the bench. He ended up, obviously, we know what happened with Hopgood. He ended up smashing it, you yeah. know, 750K at one point. Pumping out seventies, couple tons. Like, I, I really, really missed out on all those, and it's just annoying that there's no need to sell a guy like that. And I think I've been too stubborn on other people. Like, I've held one well with this long, yeah. Just because I thought you know he was going to come good. It, not that bad that one, but like I sold Ford. Ford's now come a decent little option to have. As a backup, like, it's just... I've used trades in the wrong places at the wrong times and way too many of them. You know, I just remembered something that I've done myself that before the season and after the season in hindsight makes no sense. It was just stupid. I reckon I played about eight rounds, maybe even more, with only one genuine fullback. I had Ruben Garrick or yeah. Nick Meany. When Garrick was in the centre wing or a Meany or a side. And your other fullback was probably... Um, Buller at the time too. Yeah. yeah. So I was playing with gen, like no premium fullback. And before this season, that wasn't a smart thing to do. During and after the season, it was a smart thing to do. And I don't really know why I did it. Yeah. So I guess it, 
We look at centre wings as having such great upside, you know, as a winger that can score four tries on any given day. We've also seen with guys like Mulatalo, even AJ previously, that they can go so low. Wingers can go real low and they can hurt you if they get in a rut. Then you've got a guy like Drinky, quiet game's 55. A quiet game is 60. Like, yep. instead of that being like a decent like mid score for an AJ or a Mulatalo, where they score two tries or a, or a try and an assist, like, you know, I just think. Those spine positions, we've known this since 2021. Yeah, we we have known this, but we get we get caught up in that top ten traded in list a lot of the time. I feel mm. you think the guy who was first for a long time, um, who's now third, he's, uh, uh, the name of the team's sort of uh, escaping my mind, but he had Isaiah Yo in his back row, who yep. no one owed. But he's a solid guy. He really put out good scores all year. Exactly, he put out those good scores. At a decent price. I think he was putting out a near 70 average. He was. And no one owned him. So it's a pod factor for starters. Mm. But also, it's a guy who won't go low. I think in 2RF you want a guy who just... They, they're not going to go low. That Maybe their upside might be limited. But I, I just think the way I've played the back row position has been wrong this year. That you bring up that um, grabbing guys that aren't going to kill you with a really low score... It's funny because we're in the NFL fantasy draft we're doing right now. A lot of my strategy is I'm going guys that I know are going to give me a floor. Yeah. And I think the way we played Supercoach this year myself, I was chasing upside everywhere and I just left myself short. Yeah, you can't chase it everywhere. Too low. That's, the less, that's the lesson I've learned. You can't chase it everywhere. And the thing is, is chasing that upside uses a lot of trades. Yep, yep. And you can't use trades in positions where you just, you just can't. We'll get into the team list for the week and sort of talk through the games and a few of the matchups we like here. Starting off with the Cowboys and the Sharks on the Thursday night. Still no bow homes for the Cowboys. Interesting game, this one. Do we like any matchups here for any of these center wings, like Ronnie Mortalos, Talakai's? Um, Felt is normally who? So Felt will be on the right wing or no, left He'll wing. He'll be left. He'll, He'll be left wing. Part. So I like Katawa for. For, for a try, for sure. I think a few people still have him. So um, he, he might go right. Felt's always very leaky in defence. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this isn't really one that's screaming out to me like there's guys I want to buy or like people who I'm going to go out of my way to play. Yeah. Because the, the, like, these teams are both pretty solid defensively. The other big news here, Jeremiah Nanai returns from um, injury. Of course shoulder. he does. Yeah, of course he does. So, Cohen Hess moves back to the bench off the edge roll, where I think Cohen Hess is best as a middle forward when he gets going in there. And um, Murray Talalungi is set to play in the centres again, as we see Felton Valame um, on the wings. Talalungi is an interesting one in the centres because... He played well there the other day yeah. against Brisbane. He um, looks pretty good there. Defensively, it's definitely a different thing, but I, I like Talalungi. He's got, he's got slick hands. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, elsewhere for this, there's not really much. I don't think Nico Hines is really worth a vice captaincy in this game up in no. um, Townsville. So yeah. takes away. You, you can only um, VC or see one of those guys at halfback anyway. So it's just yeah, no, I will be avoiding. Um, I don't really. Yeah, as I said, I, I'd still be playing a guy like Mulatalo, especially after last week. Um, Trindle played really well. Not a priority play, though, but yeah, no. If you have better options, so. I'd be alright with that. I like to avoid these Thursday games. I made that mistake uh, last week when I. Captain Nathan Cleary, 
Yeah. Yeah. So just try to avoid these Thursday games, I feel. Yeah. Moving on to the Warriors and Manly. In this game, we see Charles Nickel Clockstar return from his head knock. Um, Wade Egan, as we mentioned before, has been named. And a follower comes into the front row with Barnett needing stitches yeah, for right. a laceration below the knee. I didn't even see that. Um, for Manly, um, Brad Parker and Benjamin Wubich are out with concussion protocols. So Morgan Harper and Kelma Tulungi will both start. Yep. I heard um, Schuster might be a late switch into the back row here and Arthur plays six. Very true. Arthur is on the bench. I did hear that. I was surprised not to see it in Team Wish Tuesday. Um, I like that for Manly now. When yeah. Schuster's going to play back row next year anyway. I think um, I think it's better for Schuster if he does play in the forwards. Um, defensively, he's going to be a worry. But he just... He's just been a bit of an enigma this year. Like, I don't know how he can be so poor in defence and not really offer any, like, running game at all at that size. Yeah. I don't know. I've been very critical of him all year, but they've paid him a lot of money. He better, he better go right in the forwards. In this game, I very much like the matchup for Philly's Warriors players. I think if yep. you own chances with Clockstar, Sean Johnson, um, DWZ... Even Adam Fanul Blake, all probably worth a VC. Like, yep. if you have one of them, whoever it is, obviously Sean Johnson, probably your first guy, followed by CNK. But I do like this matchup here in New Zealand for the Warriors. Yep. Manly are, yeah. are all right defensively, but I still think it's worth a VC. My VC will probably come from this game. Happy playing Garrick. Obviously, last week against Penrith, you did run him out. I didn't. Most um, forced to. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to play him. He's solid. Yep. I agree. What we saw last week from him. Unless it's, like, raining over there. Yeah, true. Yeah. Then you're probably not going to see much yeah. upside for him. Moving forward to Para Roosters. In this game, Mitch Moses gone for the season. So we see Dejan Arcee coming to the halves. Sivo and Campbell Gillard return from suspension. But Andrew Davies out. So this move saw Jermaine Hopgood move to the edge with Joe Pengawi starting. Saw that. What do we think about Hopgood there? Do we think it's going to play out like that in the end? Because I'm not convinced. I have no idea. Um, Brad there, Ar- there is a Madison on the bench. What I will say is that Brad Arthur is known for a um, uh, one hour before kickoff. He's going to make a switch. So judging by that, his history, and I don't think Hopgood's really much of an edge, but he, I think he, he has played there. I think he, yeah... Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him try it, but I think Hopgood's better through the middle, so I don't think he plays AD on an edge, at the very least. So it is an interesting watch. Um, I think a few are um, trying to move him on at the moment. Yeah, if you've got trades, those he doesn't play in the last round. Yeah, I think it's the a, worst move I think it'd be a really good sell right now. But, I mean, you might as well watch and see how he goes in the edge. Um, so he'll be playing left edge outside Brown. Um, I believe so. Cartwright's been playing right for a long time now, yeah, so, so you'd think so. If you so Dylan Brown is named in the seven jersey, but I still assume he'll play like left edge. Yeah, I reckon. And Arcee yeah. on the right. Yeah, I think Parry at the battle. I think they're going to really struggle without Moses. Well, for the Roosters, Angus Crichton returns from the bench after a long hiatus. Um, Sam Walker named the 18th man. So Oh, well, Okay. Teddy in this game here, I really like. Yeah. Um... He's been doing not all that much the last couple of weeks and scoring pretty well, still getting out 70, good solid floor. I think there could be more points coming for Teddy in these last couple of weeks. Yeah, I like him in day games more. That's the only thing about yeah. I, I really, really like I'm very high on Teddy for this uh, last three games, but this one man at night doesn't really make me all that excited. Yep. But I have seen him tear apart para. 
before. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a good little VC, maybe. Yeah, possibly. I'll consider it. But um, this one's not the game that's screaming to me he's going to go real. I think he's yeah, got the Tigers. Not a lot week. of big scores yeah. in this one, you'd assume. I think this will be... There might be only a couple who turn up here, but the Roosters are looking really good. Yeah. With, with massive respect to them, they're looking really good. Do you own Joey Manu? I do own Joey Manu. See, I sold him off and very much regret and this is one of the things sometimes logic doesn't work when you think that Joey Manu just watching the game isn't getting enough ball things can flip on their head and then all of a sudden he's hopping into dummy half like he does yeah. as we say so often and it's just not all that surprising so moral of that story don't sell Joey Manu because he can flick the switch when he wants to there's just yeah certain guys it's, that, that's, an, that's one of those things I look at it's like probably a trade that wasn't needed to be made yeah very much so um, moving forward to the Tigers and Dolphins, probably not the most intriguing watch for this game. Dolphins are decimated there. Yeah. Um, Laurie and Brooks stay in the halves. Two guys not going to be at the club next year. Interesting. Mm. The, I don't know what's happening there at that club. Who are going to be their halves next year? Just as a little bit of a talking point. Well, Bud Sullivan's going and Finer's going, but they're a young, I don't think inexperienced couple that probably... I think Sullivan's going to have to start there. As a seven? Yeah, probably. As a, yeah, half just wake him? Well, Dewey's returning <coughs> from the ACL, but I don't think he Dewey's a half. No. Either, I think he's yeah. a centre. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess it's going to be Sullivan and Finu, but... I, I don't know if you'd want to start both of them. It's a bad situation, yeah. And it, oh, Caesar. They've signed True. Caesar. They've signed Caesar. Yeah. So it'll be Caesar. Can Sullivan with him? Let yeah, him have probably. Him probably. Six jersey? Finu's still very young. Um, for the Dolphins, um, HIA against the Roosters for Connolly Lemuelu and Kenny Bromwich um, missing this week, as well as the Hammer. So this sees oh, Jack, Hammer's out. Okay. Yeah, Jack Bostock and Rob Jennings at the centre combination. You and Aiken back into the back row. Right. JMK, sideline with his shoulder injury, so I don't think we'll see him again this year. Um, Harrison Graham starts at nine. In terms of super coach in this game, I think you're... Biggest guys, you got Jermaine Sarko and John Bateman. For both of them, they could get some good attacking stats in this game with some class, but it's not going to be one you want to have a lot of stocks in. Appy's been on a bit of a tear, hasn't he? Yeah. It, I don't know how he went last week, but he was doing really well before that. Two weeks ago. I don't think he would have scored much last no. week. I didn't look at it, but um, wasn't in too much. Yeah, but I just nice think... Nice little pod. I just think... Um, I think a few people might have him. Um, obviously he's a massive pod But At hooker You know Maybe mm. you want to move on A guy who's underperforming Appy could be Go massive in this game Another guy at hooker I like Cody and Karima While he's playing a fullback I've said it um, Since he's pretty much been there If you were to not own Harry Grant Nick Karima would be the guy That I want there at fullback Yeah, yeah that's fair you'd, um, love, you'd love for him to have the goal kicking The only reason yeah. I stayed off Is just because it was so up in the air whether yeah. he was going to stay there or not. Yeah, where the hammer was going. And yeah. Um, this game, yeah, not too much doing, but Asako, Bateman both plays in this because they are good matchups. Has, on yeah, we have to play. But oh, who's in the centres? Did you say Bostock, um, Bostock and, and Rob Jennings? Okay, well maybe they'll pass to Asako. They can't be worse than Tafari. I have no passing. idea. I think. Rob Jennings has played a lot of left wing and Bostock. They're both right wingers. Wing. So I, I assume Jennings plays left centre, Bostock right centre. Yeah, well. Who well, knows? He just needs to, you know, just give it on to him. Like, Osako is such a weapon that they don't use. Yep. 
Anyway. Hey, he still manages to score. Well, yeah, he still manages to score a lot. Uh, moving on to the Titans Panthers game, um, AJ Brimson is in the reserves with a rib injury that saw him be late scratching last week, and Jaden Campbell is at five eight in place of Kieran Foran, so Keanu Keeney is named at fullback. So Foran's still managing that injury that he's had pretty much all year. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been battling in general. He has for the last, what, six, seven years, Paul Foz. Yeah, and Boyd's actually injured, okay. Yeah, Tom Weaver makes his debut at halfback, so oh. pretty highly touted yeah. half there from Queensland. So it'll be very interesting to see how he goes with Jaden Campbell in the halves because he's going to be taking a fair bit of game management there against Penrith as well. It doesn't get much harder. Oh, my. Penrith with... Weaver and Campbell as your halves. Then you front line. Yeah, okay. So, tough one here. Um, Mo Fodawaker returns from suspension and Tino is named at lock. Aaron Clark drops out with Cleese Haas promoted to start. For the Panthers, um, Lua and Kenny are back in the side after missing out with last week and Peachy returns from suspension. Cogger and Hosking both named in the reserves after both playing last week. I think in this one here... You're going to be pretty ballsy to go past Nath Cleary. Where's Peachy playing? Peachy centres. Peachy centres. Because Tango's center, still out. Tango's still out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, Nathan Cleary's the clear captain this week. Um, I wouldn't get too cute with it. I think he'll be my captain for sure. Mm. But um, the Titans are very understrength there. But their forward pack's still good. Well, yeah, this is what I'm thinking about here for the Titans. They're still going to go at it. In terms of Tino and Fafida, if you didn't own either of them... And you had trades. Are you looking at bringing in both? Oh, no. Um, you w- would you buy either of them if you didn't own? Um, maybe Tino. I wouldn't be buying Fafita right now. I have missed Fafita. And it hasn't been great he hasn't scored low. Like, he still puts up good base numbers. But I'm happy to run out the season. I might, I might sit Fafita this week. Again, yeah, against yeah. Panthers, you could. I'm a big chance of sitting him. Tino, I think he scores well when he's got... Matchups where he's likely to score a try, and I don't think that. I still think he's going to go out, go out these guys. They, yeah, he probably won't score a try though. I think he'll still he can be, still score eighty. He'll still yeah. I, like I he he's, he still can base up to that level, but you're not going to see like the hundred. He'll probably put the offload away. The only thing that does sort of make me feel okay about him with a feeder is the fact this is at Seabus. Is it is it at Seabus? It's definitely their home game. Yeah. It is yeah. Seabus. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's good, I think. I think if it, if it was at Bluebat, I'd be very worried. And another thing to note for Fafita and Tino, on the bench they have Leeming, the hooker, there's only one real true middle in Isaac Liu. They have Stimson and Jacob Alec there, who yeah. are both predominantly edges. edges. Yeah. So we have seen Fafita get spelled before. Low minute guys. Could be a blowout. Yeah. You could see Fafita get spelled after 60. Yeah, they, well, they are edges, yeah. Um, so also good for Tino because he should play pretty big minutes in the middle. That's a good point. And we have seen Tano run, um, run hard well in the last few rounds, the last um, few years, yeah. with big minutes, even when he doesn't have to. So Tino, I do like for feeder, not as much from here. Mm. As for the Panther side, as we said, Cleary, great captain option. Any of these outside backs, Brian Toto, very good matchup this week, running at Campiera. Um, Taruva, you'd start him. You'd start any of these yeah. boys that join. Yeah, 100%. Um... Tyler's the main one that sort of got away here. Yeah. I yeah. looked at him last week. I was going to do it last week. Didn't end up bringing him in. Um, mainly because I was trying to win my head-to-head and I was... Um, first game of the round, I didn't really get the chance. Yeah. But um, you got, a, you got a bit of bad luck in that, that head-to-head there. Yeah, we won't go there. 
It is um, based around the sitting of Nick Meany and playing of Jacob Preston. Yes. So not playing this week, fame. Yeah. Moving on to the Dragons Storm game, we see um, the Dragons have Lomax return. Very important for them. I felt bad for anyone who um, had Lomax and got on that great run with him to lose him for a couple of weeks. Really stiff because he was a great pot, I think. Sitting about 750k right now and he's only like... He averaged like 85. Two or three percent owned. Yeah, yeah, he was massive. Um, guy I wanted to jump on, but obviously I don't have trades. <laughs> yep. Storm named the same 17. They were really good last week. Yep. I've seen people throwing around a Cameron Munster, Nick Meany captain. And I think that's very, very... Yep. Ballsy. The matchup does look great, but Munster and Meany, they could just as well go low as they can go big. Yeah, if I was going to captain one of them, I'd probably go Grant because he's just safe. Yep. Yeah, he's safe. Oh, and he's been playing really good. He's in excellent form. In saying that, the Dragons aren't that bad. Yeah, they have been putting up a fight. They've been... Well, they're still pretty shit, but they've been there. Thereabouts the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Tested power real hard. Is that at Jubilee? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, at home, yeah. Wollongong. Yep. I don't mind Eli Katoa for the Storm here as by this week. I think he should be a very popular option. Looked really good last week. Yeah, didn't he just? That, that connection with him and Hughes, it was what we'd sort of been waiting to really flourish throughout the whole year and obviously missed time with injury. The both of them re- looked really good. He's still got week. errors in his game, but yep. yeah, he's... Just that upside on him is crazy. He looks stronger. He looks bigger to me. Yeah, he he's, bigger he's and been stronger. working. He's been working hard whilst he's been injured for sure. Because yeah. his injury was an eye injury. Yeah. So he's definitely been um, not stopping him from. Yeah, working, working hard. You know, trying to get back into this side. Um, they eased him in off the bench, get a bit of fitness up, which is probably the best thing they could have done for him. Yep. Um. Yeah, he's going to be a bit of an X factor for them in finals. Yep. Not a classic option, but Marion Seve. I've picked him up in draft in my finals. He's averaging in the mid-60s on really? the whole year. Yeah, Big base, big base. Massive base, and he's can break attacking a tackle. stats. Can break a tackle. And, yeah, outside use on that um that side, yeah. He, so, he'll be running out for my side in the draft grand final this week against the Dragons, and I feel pretty good about it. I'm surprised young Tottenham Payer has kept his spot. I, I thought, on, I thought yeah, he was I'm pretty... pretty out, he's going to be still in reserve grade, I assume. Yeah, he's not even on the extended. Um, I thought young Tom Payer was pretty bang average last week. He made three And when you've got Remus Smith in the centres as well, I know that Seve's playing right and Remus would play right centre. Yeah. I don't understand why Chuck will walk will into the side over Tom Payer because, yeah, as you said, he's mm. fair few handling errors and unnecessary, unforced errors. Yeah, but in saying that, he was really good the week before. Yeah. Like, he, he, um, he's defending well the week before, so... You know, oh, not the week before, the one before they played Penrith. The Penrith game was a bit of a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. I can't even think back to who they played before that. Yeah. For the Dragons, other than Lomax, there's probably not much doing here, super coach wise. Um, yeah, nothing. Sloan's been up and down all season. He's a hard one to pick. He's actually looked good at recent, I think, Tyrell Sloan. He has. I think he, he's been his best little been, stretch of the year. He's been okay all year. He just is inexperienced. Like, yeah. He's got that attack in him, like he, he that sort of he's got that sort of Reese Walsh speed. Yeah, a bit of he's an got drink water, yeah. But um yeah, no, not not an option. I can't go near any of them. They've they've had a tough draw with the run home. Yeah, they have they've had a really stiff but run home. They've been putting up a decent fight. Which is crazy why Lomax has been scoring as well as he has. And he's been so lowly owned because you look at him scoring well and you go, Well, Look at the next few well, games. The Dragons go through periods of games, like twenty minute periods, but they're well on top. They just can't play for 80 minutes. 
Um, I'll move on to the Knights and Souths game. For this one in Newcastle, Jackson Hastings is named to play, despite the syndesmosis injury. It's a big game, I guess. Strap it up and do your best. Bradman Best is also back from the adductor injury, so Anaro Tuala is out of the side. For Souths, the only change is Michael Cheekham coming in for Ben Lovett, so not really much doing there. Still no Sele and Totola as they are named in the reserves, yep. as well as Ty Munro. A lot of super coach relevance in this one, I think. <laughs> yeah. Both sides, I'm not going to sort of sit any players in this game. Yeah, because they can both score and they can both concede. I'm happy for this to be a points fest and run out, say, six players in this one, mm. as I think most people will be. Yep. Um, Ponga, Luttrell, I don't think you could captain either of them. Well, you could. I think you I could. Would, I, I, would, I won't be captaining, captaining either one of them. Um, Marjus and your AJs play them. Campbell Graham's gag guys. I'd be yep. running them all out here. Good chance of points. How do you see this one playing out? It's flip a coin for sure. Um, I think Souths can win. Um, if they play that direct sort of footy, that 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 they looked good at periods last week, just playing really direct. That was very un- unencouraging. Yeah. Portions of that game oh, that yeah. weren't looking good. For but Souths it was when they were trying to. Do the hero play, which they've got guys like Ortrell and Cody who do that. They, they, they have the ability to do it. Yep. But it's not going to work every time. They need a... See, Ilias isn't that guy who demands, no, we're just going to keep it simple. Whereas when they had Reynolds, he just said, no, we're just going to keep it simple. We're going to kick to corners. We're going to smack them when they have the ball. He's not enough of a senior head. Whereas Ilias isn't, isn't out there screaming, barking that... But when Latrell and Cody want the ball, they get it. Yep. Because that, that, that they need it. They're that sort of player. I just, I just think they don't play that direct, simple footy that they look so good when they play. Mm. They play that red zone. They're the best red zone team in, any, in the whole comp. Like that, on the 20, they will score it pretty much every time. But to get there, you can't be giving away penalties. You can't be... You know, not kicking, kicking well to corners. You you, you got to keep that line speed. Like they just they don't do the little things right at the moment. I think it definitely is accompanied by the fact they're missing their best middle forwards. Well, that's right. Yeah. But still, I think with the firepower they have, we would have expected a little more. Yeah. From the last couple of weeks from South, yeah. That Cronulla game moving into the Dragons game. As I said, I'm still running out all these South players. Yeah. But I'm probably leaning towards Newcastle. I think the Knights can win. I really do. As um, um, the best options in this one? Yeah. I think Marju against Milne will be a good potential matchup. Actually, the big thing that I saw with the Knights last week is Hastings is so important to the function of that left edge. Oh, if he plays, yeah. Because um, obviously it wasn't ideal when they had Gamble and Crossland in the halves and they might have even had to run someone else into the halves later there. Um, um, I clocked off the end of that game because the dogs. Yeah, had a they tough did. Time. I but don't remember. you saw when Crossan was playing the halfback role, or it was Gamble trying to sort of fill in for Hastings. Marju scored low. Ponga didn't get attacking stats because that left edge edge just wasn't functioning as it usually does yeah. with Hastings. So very important piece here. I think if Hastings plays, I'd be expecting pretty good scores. I think he's Ponga a really underrated player. Hastings. Yep. Agreed. Um, elsewhere, not much else to talk no. about in that one. Find the Raiders in the Dogs game. So, for the Raiders, um, Jared Croker is back in the side, returning from a hamstring injury. Um, announced his retirement last week, so hopefully he gets a good little run home um, in the finals for the Raiders and hopefully a bit of success. 
This year's Ethan Strange go back to the reserves, which we need as a potential cheapie for 2024. Um, James Schiller is playing his third game of the year on the bench with Tom Starling. So, it's not a bad player, sure. Yeah, Campbell, Canberra middle forwards, good for there. Yeah. Um, Solo is the one that drops out for him. For the Dogs, Jake Preston suspended for two matches for his hip drop tackle, and Waddell will start for him. Luke Thompson back to the bench while Ryan Sutton will be starting. Um, for Canberra, outside backs is not really anyone relevant. No. Oh. Timiko was before. Rob, how, oh, I don't think Rob is scoring very well. No, none of them. None of them. No, don't want a piece in any of them. We look to the forward pack, then Corsbrough, Tarpanay. Young. You're expecting good scores from yeah. them this week. I think Gula plays a good minutes in the middle of the match, but we saw Mariota last week only play the last 20 or so, so I think Corsbrough probably plays 70-plus here. Tarpany good minutes too. Well, Tarpany, what did Tar- Tarpany's only scored 45 on the weekend. I yeah. don't even know. That's pretty poor. Yeah, maybe the minutes just aren't there. And in the smaller minutes, the PPM isn't what it once was last and I bought, year. I bought Horsburgh thinking this guy was going to average 70 on the run. He just hasn't been able to do it. Well, his PPM was very good on the weekend. Yeah. He ended up coming off in about 55 minutes. Yeah, he was doing really well early. And then, yeah, I guess the game was done. Mm. Um, yeah, you just roll them all out again. They, they should be good for 60-plus, Horsburgh, Tarpany. Um, Hudson Young's the guy I like here. Yeah. Probably, I reckon you can score a ton. For the Dogs... Probably much not, not much doing anywhere. Oh. Kiara's solid floor and a struggling side, I guess you could look at, but elsewhere there's not really anything anywhere. No, no, can't look at any of them. Maybe Burden. Probably not. No. Probably not. No? <laughs> nah. Maybe that's just my, my nostalgia from last year. Yeah. Coming through, yeah. Not now. No. I mean, I guess you could with Cody Walker going on by next week if you wanted to hop off that, if you think he scores poorly this no. next round. But no. you still wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. So that will just about do us for the team lists. Um, anything else we'd like to touch on towards the end? I would like to go through who is being traded in. Yep. Because I haven't even looked myself. Um, obviously, now that you don't have trades, you don't really look yeah, at what other people are doing with them. But I think it would be interesting. And, yeah, um, Tino is first. Mm-hmm. Um, we're happy with that. Yeah, as I said, I do like Tino because at that position at front row, it's probably the best upside you can get by a long way right now. Yep. However, it is Penrith this week. Yeah, you can group him with AFB, who is third on the list. Yeah, I think um, I'd almost buy AFB over Tino. Yeah, close to it. Close yeah. to it. Um, Meany, it's a bit reactionary for mine. Yeah, there is two very good matchups for the Storm, to be fair. Who do they They the play the Dragons this week. Is it the Titans, the other one? I, yeah, I think it is the yeah. Titans. I'll have a look at it, but I'm very sure it's the Titans because these were the two matchups that we all sort of wanted Munster for. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the Titans and it's the Broncos in round 27. But yeah, Mania I don't love, but I'm happy to have him the next two weeks. Yeah. Um, Tohu, I wouldn't be buying. Um, he got another attacking stat, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be yeah, buying. two in a row. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe, but like... Uh, Seems like a weird. This is going to be like one of your final four trades, probably. Yeah, you're not really gaining much. I wouldn't be doing that. Um, Katawa, yes. Ellie Katawa, I'm a big fan of. I very much considering him. Ronnie, yes. I think that's a good price. Yeah, cheap, cheap. You're happy to grab him. Um, Sharks are looking better. Trell, yeah. On by next week. On by next week. And then the Roosters Roosters in the final round. No, I wouldn't be buying him. Yeah, 
it, the price is all right if he can play well, but I don't think we've seen enough signs to be able to make the move now. Um, Isako, no, I don't know why he's so high traded in. Yeah, that doesn't really make sense to me. I don't think you'd be bringing Jermaine Isako now. There's so many, no, at this point of the year, you're not going to buy a guy who's 50% owned, right? And finally, Brian Toe. I also oh. think he's going to be rested and you're probably yeah. getting a couple of weeks out of him. Yeah, he's very expensive now too. Um, so I don't really get tall. I'd rather take a punt on Lomax. I'd rather over, take a punt on Sunbury like, than those couple of guys. Yeah. Um, don't love the end of that list, but obviously people are just using their last trades or whatever. There's very low numbers here in the trades. Like, oh, yeah. The highest is under 3,000. Yeah. And we usually see that at like 15, 20,000. This just sort of sucks. I don't understand why it's all front row at this point in the year. I yeah. just... I guess people, a lot of people are in my boat who have run out of trades. But Off the top of my head, from my own scenario, when I have Jacob Preston, it could be how they're going there, or maybe a Brendan Piakura, if you have the front row jewels. Well, we may as well have a look at who's been traded out as well. Payne Haas, number one, on the buy. Now, that shocked me. I guess you're maximising points, but as I said, logic always isn't no, the best that, idea. In that's coach. surprising. Number one, yes. Very much is surprising. Yeah, okay. Um, Preston makes sense. Yeah, Preston has to go. Mitch Moses has to go at three. I don't think Preston has to go. I think if you can cover him, he might be an all right number come their final uh, round. Because the final round, yeah, there, will be, there will be restings. True. So I, I don't hate holding him at okay. all. Yeah, but I, I do think... You'd still prefer to sell. Yeah, well, it just depends if, you, if you've if you got pretty good... Like, if this is a, if Preston, you don't never play in your 17, but you might need him in round 27, I think... um. I, I would personally hold him if I had that was me. Preston's usually not in my 17, but he featured mm. in there last week over one Nick Meany. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Moses makes sense. Um, Guffo, I can't blame you, but I, he does have the goal kicking now. Yeah. But I don't think it really helps him. Who Moses are they playing out? next week, Para? Because uh, the Roosters I don't love. I don't think it's good. The Roosters I really don't love, and it's Penrith on a Thursday night. Oh, my Europe. God. Okay, I'd sell Guffo. And then he has a buy. I'd sell Guffo. Yeah, so I probably should have looked forward when he was 900k and sold him back then. Anyway, um, we live and we learn. Uh, Walsh traded out. Walsh and Carrigan paired together. What are their two last games, Brisbane? Um, they have Melbourne in 27, I know. 26, the Broncos have the Raiders in Canberra. Oh, it's not easy matchups, but Walsh can still score well. I wouldn't be training Walsh. Who will they be selling to? Munster, I guess. Firepogger. Well, there wasn't really any popular fullback no, training other just than Latrell really Mitchell there, who Luttrell. also misses a game. We wouldn't be going Walsh to Latrell. Yeah, um, wouldn't be doing that. Carrigan makes sense at the high price. Yeah. Um, Hammer, yes. Hopgood, yes. Tafari, yes. Just a yes. Just made it to 500k. Beats me, yeah. I think he might have scored well a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Against the Sharks. Yeah, he that did. that 30 to 26, whatever win. So I think that would have... Well, he gets, he gets two or three attacking stats every game. He just has no base. Yep. Yeah. Um, finally, we wanted to touch on Raging Pole. Yes. Um, yeah, Pushing so the... friend of ours um, in second. Um, hopefully everyone, you know, can, can root for him. Um, especially, you can see, I'm not going to get into the politics of it, but the guy in first changed their name from... It was Belinda. Belinda to, to Ben? Yeah, I think it was Belinda or Melinda. Either yeah, one. something like that. And then like changed that. it to an M or a B and then it went to Ben. Yeah, so I don't, I don't like that. I'm hoping for, you know, Raging Pole. Only James. 40 points behind. Only 40 points behind. Um, one trade left. We're riding him home. Yeah, 100%. Um, 
yeah, really, really rooting for him. Just sort of reminds me of two years ago when we were all behind um, uh, the Villy Army. Yep. Yeah, yep. so, yeah, just just really hoping he can uh, get over the line. It's about all I'm really checking Supercoach for at the moment, is that? Well, I've got a big Supercoach draft grand final this week. Yes. This is a cash comp, so I'm riding that. Look, it's a very, very good squad that I'm running you've, out with. You've, you've set yourself up well. There's Kalen Pongers, there's Sean Johnsons, Joey Manus, Brian Toos, Harry I Grants. I don't know how you've done it, but you've got pretty much well, the number one in every position. While we're on it, I, I, there was a Kalen Ponger and a Scott Drinkwater on the waiver wire. Yeah, we might have when to. Scott Drinkwater got those three, four weeks with the yeah. shoulder charge. He got dropped. I got him. We might have to post it on the um, the Twitter. The, just your yeah. team and just so, just so everyone can just have a, like, a bit of an admiration for one of the best draft sides that's probably going around. And obviously, Kalen Pong with the head knocks. There was question marks about him retiring. Still, I wouldn't have been putting Kalen Pong on the way for why, but I got him from there. Yeah. And I think it's big to note that Val Holmes, I drafted, and he's a free agent at the moment as he's not playing again. So yeah. this side is without Val Holmes. So as I mentioned before, Marion Seve coming in with a massive 63 average into yes. the side. So... Hopefully we can get a win there. Yeah, and then the last thing I want to touch on is I just want to reflect on that I wish I had more trades because there's some nice options I'd love to buy. Yeah. I would love to buy Teddy, DWZ, Esther. I would have loved to play a bit of halfback roulette mm. at this point in the year. Yeah. But I just haven't because I've used a thousand trades on things that just didn't need to be done. Yeah, we were on each end of the spectrum with that. We've both gone too hard or gone not hard enough. And yeah, um, you must be kicking yourself about trading out Billy Smith after holding him longer than most. Yeah, I had him a very long time. Yeah, I, I almost made it to round nineteen or so with him. Yeah, and then he's just taken off. Like some of the trades I've made, like they're just woeful. Like I've done, so I did Hopgood to Hosking, and then Hosking to Nanai. And then I went. That's a bit of a chain. Yeah, injury, injury. You can't predict. Now I did go well for you in that Tigers yeah. game where he scored. Um, hundred. It was one hundred and twenty odd. Like it was pretty big. Yeah, it was good. That's um, a week I bought him, and then he got injured. Yeah. So that one's not really my fault. But just like the the five eight situation that I had earlier in the year, I keep coming back to it. But so I started with Munster. He got injured. Traded him to Ponga. Ponga got injured. I ended up trading Ponga to Jonah Pezet. I do remember that. Yes. And then I did. I think you had to get him to Hines. Yeah, I had to get him to Hines. It was so bad. I had to get him to Hines, but I also I bought Munster the week that Hines went big. I bought Munster back, and it must have been for. I was for Isaiah Katoa. Mm. Isaiah Katoa is another one I stuck strong with all year. Not all year, but yeah. Still a very good point. I don't know if he made it to around thirteen with me, but it was a lot longer than a lot of people held on to. I think he did. I think he might have made it there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking back, I think yeah. I sold him after that. Yeah, right. Yeah, he signed the SJ the week after, I think. Yes, and he yes. went big. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was another one that hurt hurt me. Well, it didn't hurt me, but it was just like an important spot where I probably should have spent my money and had a gun half there. Yeah. Well, towards the end of the year, we'll probably do a bit of a reflection episode. Yeah. And just sort of you know get out get ourselves hyped up for next year because um. There's a lot we have to talk about. Yeah. Maybe a bit of a week by week sort of breakdown of. You know, just things we might have got wrong because I think it'll be beneficial for moving forward. Yeah, and it's good yeah. to look back on sort of the players and the patterns that you see. Yeah. Um, and as I said before, it's probably just when a guy scores a couple nice little tons, just backing in. Because the things I have got right, I haven't been able to get enough right in that week to really. Well, only I, like I look back, I've only had two good weeks all year. 
Well, yeah, I was, I was talking about the other day. I thought I was going to have a really good week this week, and then I made the meanie Preston mistake. Yeah. And I looked back and I was like, oh, I really haven't had a week where I've jumped a whole lot of rank. Mm. Oh, yeah, pretty much. I think I might have had... Round 13, I think you went all right. Yeah, and I, I, there was an early one, because I was obviously, as you know, we can all scattered ranks early in the year. I think I was like 20K and I had a big week around round three. Oh, because you were ahead of me early. Yeah, I got... And then I think went from like 20,000 to like 3,000 yeah. or something, and then I didn't have a good week pretty much the rest of the year. But um, anyway, that'll do us for today. Yeah. It was good to be back on after a little bit of a break. Um, we'll have a couple more podcasts for the run home the next couple of weeks. Then we'll do a bit of a recap. Um, and I think I'm going to try to be more active on Twitter Yeah. Um, for a bit. Um, we're probably going to be posting maybe a bit of NFL there. Um, yes. Yeah. Because we are really big NFL guys. Yeah, all the American sports, the NFL and the NBA, yeah. we get behind them, and especially in the fantasy realm, they're really good sports. I'm to just going to try to be a bit more, you know, interactive with you guys on there because I feel like I've just it's just been busy with trials. Yeah, and it's, all been, that. it's been a big year, and uh, yeah. it's been good to get the potty up and going. Um, yeah. Definitely more like content wise stuff going out on the socials. Yeah, in, that's right. In yeah. The future. Yeah. All right. That'll about do us. Thank you all for listening. See you later. Good luck, everyone.